Welcome to episode 75 of the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J Bunny. Although I suppose not really for this episode. You guys will find when you listen to it, Charlie and I sat down with the band Deadlands a couple of weeks ago, and most of this interview was actually conducted by Charlie. Charlie was the one who had discovered this band and, and put us in touch with them, and, and so I, I thought it was only appropriate that they handle a majority of, of the interview questions, etc. And I think it went really well. I certainly am still there, and I, I chime in and ask a couple of questions myself, but this is this is uh, primarily the Charlie show this time. I do want to let you know when we were recording this, so we were at the venue where the show was going to take place, which was a restaurant, and the room where the stage was when we first got there was all set up with tables and chairs and shit for people to to eat and so we were in another room of the restaurant which was really quiet and we thought okay this is going to be a great place to do the interview and as soon as we started recording they started moving the tables and chairs from the other room into the room that we were in and so there's a lot of loud scrapey noises of tables and chairs being moved around I tried to see if I could edit that out, do some noise reduction on the audio, but it just made it sound like shit, like worse than just leaving it in. So, you know, I cut pieces out where I can, but, uh, you know, forgive the, the scrapey table and chair noises that are occasionally there. That aside, though, I, I think that you guys are really going to uh, enjoy this episode. A great new band. And uh, without further ado, here is Charlie and Deadlands. All right, what's up, everybody? It is Jay Bunny. I have Charlie with me again today. Hello. And we are at uh, 317 Main Street in Farmingdale, New York, with the band Deadlands. What's going on, guys? Yo. What's going on? How you been? I've been doing good, been doing good. So first thing I just want to so that everyone knows who's who, can you just tell us who, who everybody is so that they can recognize the voices? All right, uh, I am Casey Carlson. I am the vocalist of Deadlands. CJ, CJ Airy, the uh, guitarist of Deadland. Also known as No Shade. <laughs> I'm Kyle Obritus, I play drums. All right, excellent. Okay, cool, it's me now. So uh, this is a little icebreaker for everybody, mostly for me and my anxiety. Uh, I'm gonna start with like, what are you guys like currently listening to? And like, what's on repeat for you guys? Um, okay, so I'm currently, I have Afterlife by Holding Absence on repeat. And I've also been listening to a lot of 303. Nice. I love 303. So um, I guess different genres, but like, love it. Uh, and um, of course, Deathlands. But like, the unreleased stuff, you know. Gotta check it over. This is a pretty obvious one, at least for this, this current month. Sleep Token. Nice. Yeah, Sleep Token uh, is like a huge one for me. I, their sound is so unique. Love it. Definitely also really to make them suffer. Casey got me into that band, but yeah, I'd say those are probably my two biggest right now. Um, I'd say lots of Daybreaker, Pilsons Engage, and I really love the new Blackheart album. Nice. Alright, for kind of all of you, uh, how did you get started in music and specifically the hardcore scene? That's a long story. <laughs> I'll try and shorten it, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, we got time. When I was younger, my dad used to bring me on work claims with him. And he would put on like Marilyn Manson in the car and like Seether and stuff like that, like dad metal, really. So um, naturally I got into that. But then I also started playing Guitar Hero and I loved all the music on there, like System of a Down and stuff, Linkin Park was on there for my Valentine. And then for like 10 years, I was like, this shit fucking sucks. Like this, this music blows. Who 
would ever want to listen to this fucking dog water. And then uh, my brother started slowly getting into it, so I was being forced to listen to it. So then I was like, well, if you can't beat him, join him. And then I just gradually started like listening to more stuff that was popping up in all my video games. So I was like, damn. And then I, I just full, full force dove into it. For me, 1000% Guitar Hero. Like, the Guitar Hero is the, the reason I even like play guitar, do anything music related to begin with. It was like a Christmas gift when I was like six years old. So like, I don't know, it was like ingrained into my ADHD brain to like, <laughs> like, I don't know, I, I was destined to like, I need to master this game. And then like, I don't know, I eventually got into real guitar. I remember my first like, quote unquote metal show or just like part of the post hardcore show went to see and Kyle were at the same show it was what year was that 2014 2014 I think it was the it was the Pierce the Veil Sleeping with Sirens world tour like this was like the bear tooth and this wildlife yeah oh my god that's crazy yeah that that show kind of like changed the way I looked at metal music and I like I wasn't even like deep into it but this was like also fresh off of like Collide in the Sky which obviously like one of their biggest records and uh, I don't know from there I think a lot changed for me and I, I realized that it was what I wanted to do but yeah um, I mean I always wanted to be a drummer I used to like take pots and pans and make drum sets so that's kind of how I got into like drumming but metal as a whole my cousin showed me Kill Switch Engage when I was in fifth grade and from that I just like loved metal music I got into like Bullet for My Valentine after that Dana Remember it was just like all those bands kind of just sprouted my 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 journey into music. Nice. So I want to ask because you guys all kind of mentioned Killswitch, Jesse or Howard? I like them both. I know I like. I don't know. I don't want to even get into that today. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Some people have a preference. I like them both too. I saw Howard, so I like I I I only saw Howard live, so I guess I'm. Still I've seen that. I, really I saw them both, and I also saw the, the weird in between where Howard hadn't quite left the band yet, and Jesse hadn't quite come back yet. And they did Jesse and Phil from All That Remains doing co vocals. Oh. Yeah, that yeah, was an even. Interesting. So I think uh, anyone who follows you guys on social media knows that you're all obviously like a little bit of a trio. But uh, how did the three of you meet and form the band? A little bit on that. CJ, you tell us the best. Do I? Yes. <laughs> so the person I've known the longest in this band is Kyle. And me and Kyle go back pretty far. Like we played in a band. When was that? Like 2017? Yeah. We played in a band. It wasn't like metalcore or anything, but we kind of like had those influences at least within us. And, um, you know, we were in that band for a little bit. You know, we left the band. We met, I met Casey through another band that me, me and her were in. 20, 21? 20, 20. Well, anyway, yeah, then, then me and Casey were in a pop punk band. Me and Casey both left that band. And then. First of all, oh, I just want to pause. Think of me in a pop-up. You can't. Well, that's what I was going to follow up with, is, 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 is knowing your vocals now, like, how did you go from that to this? But let's finish this. Well, we, like, it, it's funny that you mentioned that, too, because, like, in our pop-up band, like, we wanted to embrace the harsh vocals, and we wanted screams in the stuff. We wanted it to be unique. Like, you know, I call Casey a unicorn. Like, you can't find nobody like Casey. It's crazy. Oh, thanks. I want you to be boy. <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, we, I don't know, we just, like, the music didn't really sit right with us. And, uh, so, like, uh, me and Casey were always, like, really close in the band, too. And uh, it was, like, November. We went to go see Nothing Nowhere. And I brought, like, a friend of mine that was also in the band with me and Kyle originally years ago. And uh, my friend Tyler. And he's like, dude, is that Kyle? I'm like, no way. Let's go say hi to Kyle. And we, we just, like, rekindled right there. I was like, dude, like, I miss you so much. And he was like, yo, I'm so happy to see you guys. And, uh, like, originally, I was like, dude, like, I need a drummer for, because I have a, a solo project called No Shade. And I needed, a, like, a live drummer for that. But then uh, he met Casey. And he was like, we need to start you know, band together, so, you know, we, we've always worked so well together, like, when we write, it's so effortless, so we kind of knew that this has to be, like, our, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so, slight thing of, what band would you guys compare yourselves to, and uh, which inspire you? You can kind of go brief, end up kind of wherever you want. I think some people have an idea, <laughs> for those who are fans of Deadlands, they probably know. Oh, but. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's so fucking many, because, like, one of the things that we're trying to do is just experiment so like while we want to keep like one specific sound i think we like to take aspects from all of our favorite bands like my favorites are motionless and white nice nine kills and with a couple of the things that i've written at least lately like there's definitely been more like, motionless ice ninety. we haven't really touched that realm but i think the biggest ones that we've released so far, like Wage War has definitely had an influence in, Dayseeker has had a hand in there, and I know Bad Omens and Make Them Suffer are definitely going to be making a little sprinkle in our, <laughs> in our newer stuff, so there's that. Yeah. Did any of you plan for Casey's success on TikTok, or was that a little bit more of a happy surprise? <laughs> I say yes, because also, like, do you remember, like, before we even had Deadlands, like... I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> You used to come to my house and like record your covers before so I sold Casey my old production computer so that she could make content on her own before that like she'd always come over my house and be like let's do a cover let's do a cover so I you know I knew like I would not invest myself so much like you know if I if I didn't know like the the talent is there like everything's there and all like Casey's just such a great person too to like be around so I don't know like, I, I'm not just trying to be sappy. I, like, I don't know. I definitely, I don't want to say plan the success because then it makes me sound like a, like, you know, like a dick. They're like, oh, he, you knew Casey was going to be famous. You're just banking on this. Like, like, we just always had a great time together. And, I, you know, it was always fun. So. Yeah. I mean, even like when I first saw some of her early TikToks, I was just like, yeah. Like, again, like, there, it's not like you plan it, but you, you can see there's potential there. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, your first EP, Sentence of Myself, debuted recently, and I was uh, a little curious about the writing process because I know you were their producer. Uh, so, like, what do you, do you guys have anything fun from the writing process you want to talk about, or anything specific that you guys did differently? Or I think Kyle should answer this one. It was just like effortless. Like we didn't really have much like pre-written. We kind of just got together. Casey had lyrics written. We'd kind of just sing her lyrics, and we'd kind of just write to that. And most sessions, we had a song done. Most of the song in one night. So it was just like most effortless writing and recording I think any of us have ever done. Yeah. It was very, very easy, very simple. We just came together, played what we all liked. And so much for like, this being the quiet room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would also definitely say like it made it really easy that 
that Casey is. Casey, I, I keep talking about her like she's not here. <laughs> she, I'm not. No, she's just, <laughs> this is she, 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 She'll really agree with God. me when I say this. Like she's very good at articulating what she wants, and mm. like it just goes doo 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 doo. Yeah, she, <laughs> like, she'll she'll be like, yo, we need a riff, like boom, but da da da, but da da da, and that became dead weight. Like mm-hmm. and she's like, I want something bouncy, and like me and Kyle, like I feel like because we have so like our chemistry in our previous band was really good, and I, it definitely translates really well here. Like getting Casey's ideas and like making them a reality and like it's still like it's always collaborative but like that on Casey's end and the three of us like it's it's been very easy which I'm, I'm happy to say glad to hear that yeah I, I think it's just sometimes like I have something stuck in my head like shallow breath I uh I was listening to a lot of Dayseeker and I was like I want Dayseeker but I want to make it way to work so um I just kind of I wrote the entire song out and I I have a thing in my head of how I want it to sound like. And nine times out of ten, I'll have like a riff. So I'll be like, I want it to sound like these bands had a baby with this riff. This is where everything is going and like just vibes. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, that's how you do it, <laughs> I guess. So for clarification, you guys aren't on a label, correct? Correct. Okay. Would do you hope to be on one or would you rather stay a little bit more independent? Well, we're not really like rushing it. But, I mean, for me personally, I think un- the unfortunate thing is, like, you kind of need a label in order to do, like, the bigger things, like production and, like, music videos and anything that you really want to invest money in. Like, a label's your cash cow. Like, they're going to give you everything that you need in order to, like, have all the images that you want come true. So, um... While we're not rushing into a label, like, we're definitely looking at options, I would say. I'd also say, like, the good thing that we have on our back is, like, we don't need a label for growth. Like, a lot of bands, uh, like, will search for that because they think, like, oh, I'm gonna get my big break. Like, this label is what's gonna make me. It's like, no. Like, we're living proof. I mean, not that we're emotionless and white, but we, we also, like, just started. We have, like, a bit of band, like, we put out our first song we last just April. A year. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Casey, uh, you recently got to perform with one of your role models, Chris Motionless. Can you talk about a little bit how that came to be and what that was like for you? Yes. I'll start off with the fact that I was absolutely shitting my pants. <laughs> you know this because I, I was texting you and telling you beforehand. But um, <laughs> so the way that that happened. I was posting a bunch of Motionless covers on TikTok because everybody was just requesting it. And I was like, well, I already know these songs. It's fucking easy. (laughs) And whenever I know a song, like, it's so easy for me to just flip the camera on. Like, I don't have to learn anything new, whatever. I'll just do it. And um, with the new album that had come out, they were were hot anyway. So, like, my my videos were getting a lot of traction. And um, Chris had seen many of them. I think he saw like every cover that I did when it came to a motionless cover. And so um, he had DM'd me on Instagram first and he was like, hey, like I just wanted to let you know, like I was listening to your band Deadlands and I really like your new single Shallow Breath. Like, and I love how your voice sounds in this one specific part. And I was like, huh. Thanks so much. Like, <laughs> close to the sun there. Yeah. No, literally, I was like, holy shit, guys. Ocean of Survival is going to bring us on tour. <laughs> if only. If only. But, um, I mean, hey, listen, get out home. Yeah, so he DM'd me about that. And then another time he DM'd me and was like, 
Hey, like, you did the Masterpiece Open Verse Challenge. Where'd you get that instrumental? Because, like, we were going to release it. Did, did we leak it? I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, this is where I got it. It was by this guy, Basu, I think his name is. Really dope at making um, instrumentals. Maybe Basu or Sadness. So sick. So he DM me about that. And then the day after the tickets dropped from Trinity of Terror, I had already bought two VIP passes for me and Anne. And then I bought four tickets, or did you guys buy your own? I can't remember. I dropped mad money, that's all I remember. <laughs> and then, as soon as I get my tickets, they literally come in, and Chris is like, hey, are you going to any of the Trinity of Terror tour shows? Like, I would love to bring you on stage for Slaughterhouse to sing Brian's part. And I was like, uh, I mean, I already bought my tickets, but sure. <laughs> and, and he was like, oh, don't worry about it, sell them. I was like, oh. I mean, I have VIP and everything, but I mean, okay. I just gave them to them because they didn't have the VIP. I think they sold out before they could get their hands on it. So I was like, fucking whatever. Like, yeah. So me and Aunt went, and um, that day I was just shitting my pants yeah. entirely. I remember getting a text being like, Charlie, what do you think I should do? And I was like, Casey, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Everybody was like, just text him. Like, I understood your anxiety though. Yeah. That was a But day. I was like, I don't want to bother him. And they're like, he told you to go. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but like, mm. <laughs> I, I don't want to be burdened. I get That's it. I, so, I just, so I remember seeing you guys, because I was there seeing you at the show, and we had met when we saw you play yeah, the other time and and our our other friend sarah who i believe is supposed to be coming today she showed up late and we're like freaking out for she's like do you guys know that chick or something <laughs> yes yes we do uh, there was also an old man when i screamed uh, embarrassing loud um he was like what do you like know her or something and i just looked at him and was like yeah yeah i do uh, and he didn't speak to me the rest of the night which was great <laughs> uh, but for you guys uh Obviously, I know you both were there, but what was seeing your vocalist on stage with someone you look up to like for you guys? Tears. <laughs> Tears. Yeah, crazy. Um, absolutely insane. That was honestly like, I remember filming it and like watching her run that, and I like immediately like my my head was like, no way, like this can't be real. Like it was it was so dope, but I, I like. In the video that I filmed, which I think was the one that you posted, like I remember I so many times, like I would just go like this, you're like, yeah, look. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it felt so cool to be able to like, yeah, like, fuck y'all, like, Casey's like, I know her, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So, out of curiosity, has that opportunity led to anything for you guys so far? I would absolutely say so. What's funny is, currently, we're talking to this lady, nothing serious yet, but, um, they were talking to us even before that happened, and then they saw that happen, and then they really started talking to us. So <laughs> they're like, oh, these people have some credence. Yeah, I think so. And um, there's been a lot of people that have like brought that up that have a platform that I've spoken to. So I think it definitely just like gave a name to like, oh yeah, like we're not fucking around. Like yeah. this, this is real shit. Like we're not just some sort of band that you can like listen to. And be like, oh, that's a cool song, skin. Like, yeah. nah. Like we're we're really being taken serious. I think. Yeah. So for uh, kind of all three of you, what bands would you want to tour with, both like now and like your dream? Like, what's what's people that are a little bit more realistic for now? And like, what's like your end all? Like, this is who we want to tour with. Kyla, I think you should go first. 
I mean, I don't know what's like technically realistic. I'd love to see us as day seekers sometimes. They're huge influences. Uh, on a like a grand scale, I would definitely say Bring Me the Horizon. Probably equally one of our biggest influences. That's, that was my answer. <laughs> I feel like he stole it. Yeah, definitely like on a large scale, Bring Me or um, I'm a huge fan. Like I feel like they're they're slept on uh, while she sleeps. I love that band so much. They're so dope, and uh, I don't know, that'd be like a way to do bands tour with. I feel like that fits our vibe. I'd say like make them suffer. Thanks for I, <laughs> We also we don't talk about them much. I feel like, and like I. I don't know why, but like, it's it's almost not like it's like forbidden, but spirit bombs. Like, I like. Thanks for stealing my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't know. But um, yeah, spirit box. Also, like on a on a larger scale too, I'd say like spirit box. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you go. Well, you're like, no, I gotta think. Yeah, yeah, I was hey. gonna say spirit box. Obviously, motionless in way. This is like kill to see you guys thing. open for them. Genuinely, yeah. yeah. Ice nine kills, which honestly I feel like is not that far. Yeah, that's like mid range. Yeah, yeah, I I would say that's. Yeah, they're only range. playing with metallic. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, well, here's the reason why I say that. So Spencer has been following me for years, and uh, even before I like really started posting stuff, I because I, I did like two covers on YouTube mm-hmm. of Ice Nine, and uh, he was like, "That's fucking sick." Whatever. So he's followed me on Instagram for years, and then um, I posted, I think it was the Assault and Batteries one take, and he was like going through a rabbit hole, going through all the Ice Nine covers that we did on the Deadlands page and on my page, and he was like, oh, you're fucking sick. Like, I, yeah, like I've seen a couple of your covers, but like, holy shit, like, you're amazing. And I was like, I'm quieting. <laughs> and then we... I saw him at Trinity of Terror, like backstage. Me and Ant were backstage, and we were we were leaving the stage from Atreyu, and he was standing right there, and he was like, oh, "Hey, what are you doing here?" And gave me like the biggest hug, and I was like, "Hi." You're, like, you're talking to me like you've known me for years. No, what is this? <laughs> yeah, literally. So there was that. We were we were speaking with Ricky, and Ricky, Ricky? Armelino. Okay. And I know that we both want to work with each other. Like, he wants to work with Deadlands. We want to work with Ricky. Um, I know. So we're, we're trying to think of a way to do that. I, we already have two producers. Well, especially since you just, like, yeeted off to L.A. Yeah, like. seriously. So um, there's that. Dan has been talking about us. Uh, you, I think you just went to a lot yeah, of his. Yeah, Dan's nice Yeah, Dan Sugarman. And uh, he's fucking dope. One of the sickest guitar players ever. And then, shit, I feel like I'm forgetting. The only one we really haven't spoke to is Joe. Because Patrick follows us on TikTok. And again, would love to work with him, so. Patrick's a sweetheart. Yeah, (laughs) literally the entire band except for Joe. We've like had conversations with him and that's it. Um, So I don't think that's too far out of the realm. But going back to the question, because ADHD (laughs) is nice. Ice Nine Kills, but I feel like that's like mid-range for us. Yeah. Spear Box, which was already said. (laughs) <laughs> Make them suffer is a hard one because they're in Australia. Well, you know, so, first international. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe we could fly our asses out. But realistically, I would love to tour with either Dark Divine, yes, or Rivals. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. I love Rivals so much. Kaylee's so talented. So I'm like, I would love to even just like bounce ideas back and forth with her. Yeah. And just like oh, honey revenge. Honey revenge too. But they're just so far out of our genre that I'm like, mm, it's fine. 
Yeah. If we if we had like a giant mixed bill, I'd be so good. Well, that's what like, I was just I gonna say is that you guys could try to get on like Blue Ridge has a lot of unsigned bands and stuff like that. Yet? Yeah, I know I commented on their post a shit ton because I was like, we all did. <laughs> I was trying, you know. That's all good. They just they just hate us. Yeah, they, just, <laughs> they don't, don't say that. They'll never get on there. No. Well, next year maybe, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was just an example, but like, I, I know that, you know, OzFest and Mayhem Fest and stuff like that isn't really a thing now, although pre-COVID they said that we're going to bring Mayhem back, and I know that the Mayhem Fest specifically, if that is a thing they bring back, they always do some sort of like a local opener, so if that's a thing that they that still... Here? Well, Mayhem Fest was like a, yeah, it was like a U.S. touring festival. It kind of took the play, after OzFest dropped off, that came in, and it was the same guy that did Warp Tour, uh, Kevin Lyman did the Mayhem Festival, and it was a, but it was a metal fest. They did that from 2008 until 2014, 15, I think, was when they stopped doing it. And then the brand got bought, and they were going to, in like 2019, 2020, they're like, Mayhem's coming back in 2020. And then COVID <laughs> happened, and nothing happened in 2020. Yeah. So, But if that comes back and it follows the same format, you know, every stop on the tour had a different like local band as the opener. Yeah. Oh, my God. My oh, that's so... Like, Thanatonic Desire has been on the show a couple times. They opened the show in Camden, New Jersey in 2012, I think? Yeah. That, that's it for my question, so uh, oh. anything you've got. Yeah, yeah. So I, I always ask anybody that's, that's on the show, and, and it'll be interesting because you guys are a new band and you're, and you're not signed, you know, how do you feel about the current state of the music industry where it used to be that record sales were, were a big deal and now nobody really buys music and, and fans say, well, bands make all their money at shows anyway, so what do we need to buy music for? Everybody either downloads or subscribes to Spotify. Like, how do you feel about where it is now and where it's going? With me, it's hard because it's like, especially for somebody who's independent, like you, you love when people like buy anything to support you. like whether it's a $6 CD or like a t-shirt or anything, it, uh, it definitely helps us out. I think the exposure is nice, but when it comes to funding something, like the exposure doesn't pay the bills. Like right. I'm sure you've heard that, yeah. being a fashion designer and all. But um, you know, it's, it's a little tricky, but if you can get your name out there enough to where people are constantly talking about you, People are more inclined to buy a ticket to your show. They're more inclined to buy the t-shirt off the website, especially because you have like a promo code or something. So it, it just depends. It's definitely evolved, I would say, at, but it's so difficult with the industry being so flooded. Right. If that makes sense. It's very over You boys got it. What about you guys? I mean, that was very well spoken, well said. Kind of as mentioned, like we, we get all of our exposure from like TikTok. Like that wasn't around 10 years ago, so it's like it's hard to compare. Right. I'm, I'm happy with where we've gotten our success from, where people have gotten a chance to listen to our music from, like all that into consideration. I'm very happy with all that. It's kind of unconventional, but right. like I think we're all happy where we're at right now. It's funny you guys mentioned before, like, like I don't know anything about TikTok. Charlie made me get one. I'm working on getting and, it. And working on it for me. I, I, you know, you mentioned the bands you mentioned. You said dad metal. I just kind of like, all right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm way older than, than all, not way older, but I'm older than all of you. But uh, so I don't know about all that. I actually found out about you guys from Charlie. Because um, I never shut up about bands. <laughs> as you should. We love you. I've told you before. It's one of the things that I that I really enjoy about you is that you're as passionate about music as I am. Hey, I spend years not 
I'm getting back into it, so you know. Hey, just like you had that like weird stint where you were like, no, I can't do hardcore. Yep, yep. I feel like a lot of us have that. So we we're kind of talking about that on the drive here. Yeah, having my like moments of not. But. And then the only other thing is, you know, you're, we're here because you guys were playing a show today, and you mentioned speaking to other bands, producers, etc. Like, what's next for you guys beyond today? Are there any other shows? Are there recording that you're working on? Like, what's what's next? Shows definitely. Music is something that we're like. We're, we're really like prioritizing. Yeah, I, I would say like, I love our EP. I love Sentence of Myself. I feel like it's like, it's it's like the perfect first record for us. Like it makes sense. Like Sentence of Myself, it like is unapologetically us. Like it was written very easily and it was like, it flowed out, but that's five songs. And like, we've never been in the position where it's like, oh, we have like a whole hundred songs to like, pick and choose like what we're gonna release and you know what really is like what I call the magnum opus is like you know and we have a song that like we all three collectively like really love right now but we're still trying to focus on like okay like what like chasing our sound more experimenting more like getting like okay this is like Deadlands like next level like what fans loved about this and that, like they're gonna get like ten times more of it in like a way huger but different scale. Like I don't know. I, right now is like I would say just experimentation, but at the same time, it's like it's still us, yeah. and we're really something. As a fan, I'm so hyped. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the biggest thing right now that we're focusing on is music. Like we're really prioritizing that just because. We want to make sure that we're putting out like the best of the best that we possibly can because Sense of Myself did feel a little bit rushed, but it was my fault. Because <laughs> I was like, can we just get this out because I'm so excited? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, was, it was fine. And, and the songs collectively are great, but I just think what we have musically in store is just like 20 notches above what we already released release like and we've been working with um this other producer cj's been co-producing with him his name is eli strobeck he's insane incredible insane. like one of the most talented people i've ever met yeah so and he's just awesome and i can't i can't fucking wait to release our new shit you play fortnite with him yeah, yeah. you literally play fortnite you know, with him you can't be a bad guy you play fortnite with him yeah. <laughs> except for me because they have a boys only group chat well then you can come play paladins with us yeah exactly exactly no, I just right. play Call of Duty, and I'm like, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I do kick you ass. and your trash talking. No, oh, it's so <laughs> bad. It's yeah, so I watched bad. your streams. I know. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's another thing that we want to get into this year is, is doing Twitch streams. Yeah. Because like, me and Kyle say it all the time. Casey is so cracked at video games, like it's not even funny. She's like, so good, bro. She's so <laughs> but on stream, I'm dog. It's so, so bad. So, all right, so then let me ask: Would you guys be using that exclusively for like gaming stuff? Because I know that like Matt Heafy from Trivium and other other guys that I know. Well, I don't know Matt, but I know of Matt. Like, do it for music stuff. My friend Will from Fanatonic, who I mentioned before, he he plays on there. So would you do music I'm stuff, so or would it be probably end up doing both? But we would literally like to just start with gaming. Like we all game together anyway. Like. I don't know. I, I would say eventually yes. For now, like gaming's easy. Like we are we also like we're we're sad adults and have jobs and responsibilities. <laughs> Tell me about you. it. I got a mortgage and kids. <laughs> when, when music can become more full time for us, which like we're we're trying really hard in cases in school and work full time, like uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't yeah, I don't know. But eventually, I'd love to like stream us making music. I I was watching. I used to watch Nothing Nowhere streams that like 
we'd be just making beats and stuff. It was really cool, but he turned them into like metalcore songs. The guys from Ice Nine were just recording music. They uh, they did a new uh, side project called Lois. Yeah, they I were, saw that. That's when I hopped on stream. Actually, I was watching them make the song. Oh, nice. They yeah. do that too. So yeah. I know Bad Omens does that too. Yeah. They uh, they make it because like, to a degree they're pretty self-produced. Like they're yeah. self-sufficient in that. Like you know, Noah will go on Twitch and stream like the production what they're working on. It's really sick. So, yeah, uh, I know Jake Kitzel from Blackville, which, I mean, yeah. I love him, but uh, he'll do that and, like, he'll talk about, like, what he's working on while also just chatting with, with the fans and things like that. So you can kind of do a mix of that as well. He used to do gaming ones and then also talking about those. You can find some of those on YouTube. Yeah. I, uh, what's funny is I have, I literally looked on YouTube how to stream your logic sessions. So, like, <laughs> I really am planning to do that. It's just finding the time. That's the hardest part. Yeah. But... Definitely want to continue the streams, but these two goons have to join me first. <laughs> Come on, boys. We all want to see you too. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that that's all that we've got for you guys today. I want to thank you for, for uh, you know making time for us to, to do this, and uh, can't wait to see you play again. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Shout out 317 Matrix. Chef Eric, let's go.
And from the EP Sentence of Myself, that was Deadlands with Crushed. I want to thank all of the members of Deadlands for being on the show, and Charlie, once again, for uh, getting them on the show. Um, If you want to follow Deadlands on social media, you can find them on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Deadlands Band. Their website is deadlandsband.com. And you can also find them on YouTube and Spotify at Deadlands. You can follow the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Just look for at J Bunny's Music Hub. We also have a, still have a Patreon not really gotten off the ground yet but it exists if you're interested take a look and then if you want to follow charlie on social media you can follow charlie on instagram at charlie underscore the underscore chameleon and you can also follow charlie's design page which uh, casey had mentioned that Charlie is a fashion designer. Charlie actually made uh, some clothing for Casey. You can follow their design page on Instagram at Charlie Greaves Designs. Also, if you believe in supporting music in the way that I do by buying it, you can follow Industry Embers on Facebook and Twitter at Industry Embers and make sure to tweet or post your music purchases with the hashtag BuyMusic, B-U-Y, or it's BuyMusic, B-Y-E. Now, as for what is next for the podcast, I currently have one interview scheduled and confirmed. I have two more that are pending scheduling. And then, as always, we've got emails out to publicists, emails into public into me from publicists so always stuff going on here with the podcast so make sure to keep an eye on on everything uh to see as new episodes get posted i think that that is all that i have for you today we're going to leave you today with another song from the deadlands ep sentence of myself this is dead weight until next time guys